Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ape Tio Theory. My name is Jose Argamato. And I'm Emma Bowers. And so I guess we should go over the premise of this podcast real fast. Yes, um, the wonderful world of primates um, meets the wonderful world of cinema. <laughs> Basically, like... We won't just be discussing primates. Eventually, we'll we'll talk about other movies. But there's a we noticed this on HBO Max. There are a lot of um, there were like four just on HBO Max of like a primate, whether it's a monkey or or an ape or whatever. Like we would just come over and like befriend this white family, and they'd all like learn a valuable lesson over time of like, well, friendship is good, and you know all this stuff. And you're just like, oh man. <laughs> Um, why are there so many of these movies? Primates have been used in cinema for some time now, and we decided to start to, um, watch them with, um, mostly, mostly horror, I suppose. I mean, Sheer it's horror. definitely, it's definitely more horror for you. It's more just amusing. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we discovered, like, you know, there's, like, this whole rabbit hole of, like, you know, the way animals are, are not only portrayed in film, but how they are in, like, how they have to be like used in film, like you ta- you were talking about, like specifically monkeys and apes, like were are not allowed to be in like films anymore. Yes, um, I believe they were starting to implement that in the last decade, and I think as of twenty eighteen, yeah, um, using. I'm not sure about all primates, but at least for great apes, and those are like chimpanzees, orangutans, gorillas, um, they are no longer allowed to be used um, in film or like kind of TV production anymore, which is at the end of the day good. Um, A lot of apes have obtained some level of what we call personhood, so they're not people, but we understand they have a level of intelligence that is very, very almost on par with us, and they kind of deserve this level of, I'd say, um, welfare, respect, and to an extent, dignity that they weren't really got when they were taken away from their families and put on stage and kind of poked and prodded meant to dance and skateboard and whatnot. I mean, pretty soon we're not going to have dogs in movies. I mean, we're already replacing <laughs> them with CG. Ford has anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford didn't want to work with a dog. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I guess I guess we're we're going to discuss animals and also just these ridiculous movies. Um, and we started our journey with MXP, Most Extreme Primate, which is the third in a trilogy. We didn't know that at the time. We came in late. We said, why? Who's this Luke Skywalker guy? Why can he just, like, grab things out of the air of his mind? Yeah, we, yeah. we, we did not realize that it was part of the Air Bud Cinematic Universe. That's not a joke. <laughs> um, and we, uh... We just, we couldn't believe, it was kind of like watching Roar again. <laughs> We're just like, what is happening right now? Why, why did this get made and all this stuff? And it's just like, oh, Miramax, who was owned by Disney at the time this movie came out, was just like, oh, we put animals in family movies all the time because like, you know, Air Bud was a hit. So let's just keep doing it with all these animals and make them play sports. Not the worst atrocity uh, Harvey Weinstein's committed, but pretty close up there. <laughs> uh he may not have been in the... He wasn't at the company when this came out, but he may have been there when um, when this was in production. So the timeline's a little sketchy. Nah, you can you can watch this movie. It has Harry Weinstein's little grubby, creepy hands all over it. The taint of it still remains like a lingering fart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so MXP opens with our uh, protagonist, Jack, who is a chimpanzee. Uh, on, of the smaller side, of the younger side, and he 
is making those little scrapbook. He's also dressed up in like human clothes because, you know. And this is him. something like eerily, just something the entire time I'm just very like upset by that we've put him in clothes. He's just constantly wearing clothes throughout this whole thing. So he uh, he's putting together his scrapbook and we see this giant newspaper article that says like the ZHL has banned chimpanzees. You know, they so basically the previous movie was him playing hockey and we we finally learned like, oh, they can't do that thing in the rule book anymore where, you know, that famous line in Airbud doesn't say anything about dogs can't play. Now they're like, no, 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 no. Animals can't play anymore. We're done with this. They close that loophole. Close that loophole. Like we're done. Banned. <laughs> um and and he's he's clearly like kind of down about it. Um and Kate, I guess, who's the Nick Fury of this universe who connects all these movies. Um, she's his handler, basically. She's his handler. And she she is with she's all human. the other we should, chimps. We should emphasize that. She is human. She takes care of the chimps that go in these movies. Yeah, there are four... Ch- there's a family of four chimps and Kate. Um, so Kate is the, is the I guess, the, the person on the reserve that, that takes care of them all and lets them all play sports or whatever. Um, and <laughs> so... He's down about not being able to play hockey anymore. He's like, oh, man, my career was just getting started. I'm so bummed. And I'll never find a new sport that I'll love quite as much as hockey. And I guess um, Kate, you know, realizes this. And she brings little Louie, the, the smallest of the chimps. <laughs> little Louie. Little Louie. <laughs> um, and and he, uh, they're like, we're going to Mexico. Arriba. Oh, yeah. You know? They announced it in a very um, uh, kind of. This ain't oh, they, chief kind of way. Oh, they 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 totally like milk it. They for put what it's on worth. big sombreros, like we're talking fraternity party that's going to get canceled next week when the photos are leaked. Sombreros and are they ponchos or serapes? I'm still trying to figure that out. Oh yeah, we never looked it up. Yeah, but they put on those and they take some maracas and they start shaking them. Um, it's as bad as you think. They're they're like all like woohoo, we're going to Mexico, and you know, so they're so going to get yeah Jack out of his funk. Jack, honey, I know you've been bored around here since you've been back, and I know that you miss playing hockey and skateboarding and all of that fun stuff, but um, I got a surprise that I think might cheer you up. get to basically someone was very lazy and they said how are we going to get this chimp to snowboard and they were just like let's just steal the plot from home alone 2 and how heaven heaven got to new york it really is it's literally just that someone someone phoned it in uh i mean a majority of this movie is majority of this movie is like a little bit of cocaine and just every the little the cocaine hits those little what do we want the chimp to do? And the middle is just that, like, lull. The dopamine is, is gone. There are two people in this movie who are absolutely not phoning it in. Yes. Um, and one of them is Kate, for sure. Yes. Kate's like, look, this isn't my first rodeo. I've clearly been in these movies before. Like, don't worry about it. I got this. We'll get to the other one later. Um, um, yeah, he hasn't shown up yet. He's a treasure, though. So, um, so he, uh, <laughs> so they, they're all at the airport, and this um, ticket counter guy, who's, like, the first person to kind of react to the chimps... 
Oh, that is the thing. You'll notice this multiple times, which is no one um, has the reaction you would think if you were to see a chimpanzee just walking around. It's a lot of just confused looks and like, oh, okay. It's confused looks and then sometimes it's kind of that charm when people see those creepy robot surveillance dogs going down the street. It's like, aww. It's like, no. <laughs> um, but this guy is... Um, Kind of that stereotype you saw in the 90s where they weren't really comfortable having queer characters open in the cinema yet, but you could have a queer-coded character. So he is just incredibly, incredibly condescending and bitchy about these he's very. He, he also keeps his mouth open in a weird way, so he's like, oh, at all <laughs> like, things, like... You can't have a monkey on the plane. It's, it's just this, I know he's an ape. No, it's yeah. <laughs> it's just this weird disgust. It's, it's less terrified and just more like the, the annoyance um, one would have if somebody took a toddler to a fancy restaurant. Like, how dare you? Uh, like, this is a, an establishment. <laughs> you cannot do this. Um, so they're getting ready to go on the plane, and then they come across a little batch the of... The little UN, The yeah. little UN. It's baby... My my school did not have this. Did your school have this baby UN uh, for babies? I think my middle school had, like... like uh, I know we always had student government and stuff. I think my middle school might have had, like, little... Uh, diplomat or whatever. Like, okay, my, my school my school didn't have any of that that nonsense. I wasn't a part of that because I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't one of the cool kids who got good grades and shit. That's why I work in TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. D D in biology, like person right here. Um, so anyway, this, this school is a school of privilege and well funding and in, in a nice neighborhood. So they get baby UN and as a bunch of little children dressed up like like the robots from It's a Small World. Yeah, it <laughs> really like... is the, like the little the little caricatures from It's a Small World. Um, but not everybody is racially correct. And right. like, okay, to be fair to all the Asian kids, they're all like oriental in oriental garb like that seems okay and everybody else seems like swedish or dutch or whatever um and then but unfortunately the one mexican kid i'm i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because i i have personal experience with this he's white passing he's white he's he looks white but he you know he doesn't look like your your i guess what you would think a stereotypical mexican child would probably look like (laughs) um but i i also get it because like latino people me being one of them we don't really look always brown. Like we, we sometimes have a more of a, a skin tone like mine, <laughs> like much whiter. Um, so I, I'm gonna give that child the benefit of the doubt. We don't know. We don't know his origin story. We don't know if there were just no Latino children like in the the baby UN and they had to pull a white kid or yeah, this yeah. kid is just of Latino or Hispanic origin. Um, and they were just like, okay, you know. Yeah. They were just like, it's fine. Nobody, nobody will do a podcast about this yeah, like so, 20 years later. So this poor, poor little child wearing a serape and or a poncho and a big... He's wearing literally the exact same thing that Jack is wearing. Right. Down, hence down the to gag. the detail. Hence the gag. So... I mean, the child is like four feet tall and, and Jack is, our, our chimp is like two feet tall or whatever. But like, yeah, he passes for the kid. Sure. <laughs> so he gets on the wrong plane after the, the Mexican uh, representative child goes off to the bathroom and the family the Jack's family gets on the plane going to Mexico he gets on the plane to go into Colorado which I'm guessing is a connecting flight of some kind Can because I- little UN would probably not be in Colorado it would be in 
New York. Maybe it's like those like little like kind of first round trials or something, you know? Like um, you know, like there's no you, first round trials no, but in like the, in the UN. Olympics, right? If you're trying out for the Olympics, like you don't like go to you know Tokyo and practice, right? There's like a, a city, right, where you kind of compete to get that. Like that'd be weird if you had to yeah. compete like diplomatically <laughs> for that. Like don't, you don't get to be the UN diplomat until you go to Colorado first. And yeah, do diplomat on nationals, regionals, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's a regional thing. You're a regional the UN regionals. representative. Um, yeah, so Kate gets on the plane. Um, just a little fun fact, the chimps do not sit next to her, so there is just yeah, and it's fine. Business. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, because because the little, the little baby chimps, Jack and Louie, are, like, cute. They're, like, in your head if you think of baby chimps. The adults, as all adult chimps are, are terrifying. <laughs> They're just, like, when the female has this, like, her lip is in a perpetual snarl. She's just, like, <laughs> And they're just around people, like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and you just sit next to this chimp the whole flight. Just... And Kate's like, oh, well, I guess everybody's here. Um, She wants to check, but I think the the stewardess is like, no, we saw all the chimps, don't worry about it. (laughs) We we know, they're here. And, uh, again, the the Mexican representative child, that's a very long name for him, but I don't want to call him a Mexican child. Um, he, uh, He comes out of the bathroom, and the entire airport is empty. The airport is closed. The airport's um, closed. Like, they shut down. He's like, hello? And it's like the middle of the day. Uh, but he, Jack gets on, takes his place on the plane. Uh, they don't check his ticket that says going to Colorado, I guess. Well, I mean, that was the thing I went home alone, too. I remember yeah. that. Also, this, I'm trying to think, what, what year did this movie come out? Was it pre-9-11? No. No, no, okay. no. All right, all right. So, like, I mean, now we're, now we're going to, like, ding, this movie's bad because <laughs> they didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I know we're on the wrong plane. I guess we're getting homeland, dangerously close to Cinema Sins territory homes, here. And home secure homeland security. Um but like I said, I think upon watching this we did not want to discuss the inaccuracies of homeland security. No, because nobody obviously we, nobody cares. No, no like cares. there's we a want, chip on a plane that's a taking plane. a seat. Whatever. He's, on he's the wearing plane. Mexican garb. Don't and worry guess what? about it. Now he is in Denver, Colorado, and they're making him wear shoes, which I find that so cruel. I cannot tell you why. Like, a shimp... Right, you remember, like, in the Dumbo cartoon, they dress Dumbo up like a clown, and you're just, like, kind of cringe. I've seen Dumbo in a very long time. Oh, God, well, they make baby Dumbo be a clown, and he's kind of, like, humiliated. (laughs) Um, But long story short, like, um, yes, this little chimp, because it's cold, they put shoes on him, and uh, it's, like... They're like, he can't use, he needs to use his little feet. That's how chimp move around and they climb and grab stuff. And this poor little chimp is wearing shoes and wandering around like either, I think they filmed it in Vancouver, actually. We looked it up, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I think we just watched the credits. I yeah. think it's Vancouver. So he's walking around a little cold area, this poor chimp. And um, he sees a little car, a little, a, a truck. No, 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 yes. no. We're All skipping right. ahead All a little right. bit. So he gets to Colorado. The family gets to Mexico, realizes he's not there. Like, oh, crap. We don't know where he went off to. They're in Mexico, though, and there's a hurricane coming. So they can't leave the hotel. They don't have a choice. So they just have to, like, make phone calls, uh, you know, and try their best. So he arrives in Colorado, though, and we get introduced to our main white family that is going to take him in. Um, we have a father, uh, no mother, who is never discussed. <laughs> I don't know what happened to her. Nobody knows what happened to her. She's not not around. We have our main child, who's about, like, nine or ten. Yeah, like, he's, like, adolescent. He's kind of that, like, pre-adolescence, like, let the right one in level, as I call it. He's like, he, he's, like, he's like that precocious kid that you know in every single movie who's like, oh, man, I moved to a new town and I don't have any friends. I really hope I'm going to meet somebody. What? An animal? Um, and he also has an older brother who 
I like, but he's the most unrealistic older brother ever. He is played by, I do not remember his name. Travis Wright. Yes, Travis Wright. So he's an actual, like, actor. Hi, Jose here. I'm editing this podcast right now, and I'm making a quick correction. I meant to say Trevor Wright, not Travis Wright. I apologize for that. Uh, Anyways, back to the show. And you can look him up, the student, like a Wikipedia. He's been in stuff. Um, and he is clearly written to be kind of the older, kind of, I mean, not stone because it's a family movie, but he's, but he's shorthand like the stoner for, brother, yeah. for the stoner brother. And um, he is giving it his all. He is the only he, one who is excited about being in this movie. He commits so hard. <laughs> he goes hard. He commits. He's like, I'm here. I'm here to play. Let's do this. <laughs> and he commits to the, like, this, the he's not a stoner character, obviously, but he's like a dumb bro- older brother character who you just find endearing, and he he nails it. He's like awesome in the movie. He's like the he's like the shining star of the movie, and this is a movie where a snowboarding ape is in it. Um, but yeah, he 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 totally he gets what kind of movie this is, and he commits. So yeah, so the, the basically you see the family, just a little bit of exposition. New town, younger brother is lonely. Dad is gonna go out of town for a few days. So older brother's in charge. Older brother's in charge. So and he's portrayed as the dumbest character in the movie, but he's also like the most competent out of everybody. He does the most to like progress the plot, <laughs> but he's constantly like framed in like, oh dude, you gotta do stuff, bro. Like he wants some family stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's very supportive of older brother too which he's is, very supportive no yeah. no he's like very cute because the boy's like the little boy's like I suck he's like not possible bro because you have like the awesome gene that runs in our awesome family he's in terms of that he's very unrealistic yeah, he's, he's very, not he's not calling his brother a twerp and well, locking him in the garage yeah I, I love my older brother but like when we get together it's like oh we're gonna bully each other a bit <laughs> uh, like you know and it's just I, I've never known brothers to, like, get along, like, fully get along until, like, they're maybe, like, way older. Um, but, yeah, that's our that's our cast of characters. Oh, well, not yet. Um, well, there's a that's few other minors. So you get the plot characters. wrong. But basically, like I said, very typical 90s and animal shows up set up. So, um, Jack now in Denver, Colorado. He passes by the father, by the way, and the father oh, reacts to him. He's the only person to react to him. But he's like a double take, like, <laughs> Oh, I guess it's a small Mexican child here for the UN conference. <laughs> he's, um, he's a little short. Okay. So and then I'm, he moves on. So in a moment that blows my mind, this chimp is capable of recognizing symbolism um, because little little Jack gets out of the airport. He sees a truck with the delightful Mexican cartoon stereotype on it. Yeah, it's yeah. also wearing the exact same thing he's wearing. So he's like, oh, oh I guess that's the... That's the tour bus or mm-hmm. like the, the shuttle, the escort, the shuttle, no, the shuttle to the hotel uh, <laughs> where I'm going to meet the rest of my family. And he gets in the, he gets in the truck. And then he does something I adore, which you were complaining about this, but I thought it was so funny, which he opens a jar of salsa and takes chips and starts like dipping him and eating the salsa. And I was delighted because you, you were weird about that, right? You were... Cause he, we didn't see him open the bag. Yeah. We never see him open the bag or where the bag is. Like he just has chips. But he's using it. He's using it. He's using it to acquire like the salsa. He's using tools. Like Jane Goodall would be so proud of him. <laughs> I just love that. And I think he gives like a thumbs up, like great salsa, bro. <laughs> The thumbs up thing is... Yeah, he does a lot of thumbs up in the movie. A lot movie. of thumbs up. Like, kind of things like chimps wouldn't do naturally. Like, um, you see that a lot with primates. Like, they'll kind of learn behaviors. They don't... Like, like um, with uh, gorillas, for example, like chest thumping, that's something gorillas do. They're taught it by other gorillas. But something they do naturally. But in zoo settings, you'll see gorillas that can clap. They 
don't know how to clap in the wild. That's something like they learned from watching us or we taught them that. So I think the thumbs up thing is a, is a top behavior. And now we taught them salsa dipping. <laughs> no, no, that's tools. That's using tools, actually. Oh, okay. That's actually completely natural. Like, I wouldn't, if I saw a chimp, like even one who was like in the wild who came across a bag of salsa and, and chips, just dips it into the quad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's like I said, the Jane Goodall thing, right? Like, how different is that from taking a stick and putting it in a termite mound? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> it's um, the most natural thing he, do, he does in this movie. On the next episode, we have to eat a, I guess, a termite mound now. <laughs> no, but, um, so he, he gets transported to the Mexican restaurant where the big brother happens to take our, our younger hero. Um, and Jack is unnoticed as he like gets out of the truck and ends up in the Mexican restaurant. And this lady, uh, my favorite gag in the, in the film, which I don't is, even, we're pretty sure it's like not. It, yes, so this, is, this is just like the the acapoco, the the casa bonita, just the the shitty like you know the Mexican restaurant the white people go to because it's not too ethnic. It was well, um, in Colorado. Yeah. What what choices do they have? And she shows up. Um, she has a little fake sombrero on, and the big tree that Jack is hiding in, um, the branch just sort of knocks her sombrero off, and she just sort of readjusts it and keeps saying her lines. And yeah. you can hundred percent tell this was not intentional. They were just like Let's roll whatever. It. It's cute. Yeah, whatever. It's, cute. it's fine. It. Yeah. <laughs> um so you get a couple antics jack has like what jujubes they're like little like gummies or, or jujubes yeah. and he drops them into uh the older brother's food and the older brother's like wow this mexican flavor sweet bro <laughs> or whatever bro, he, the hell he says spicy. <laughs> it's it's got a weird texture or whatever <laughs> um so i'm trying to think so that's kind of the end of that scene. No, that's the end of the scene, but I'm trying to think, do, do we establish the, the mafioso yet? I guess. Okay. Sure, well, let's get okay, to cool. them. So you have the, I say antagonist very, very loosely. They're, they're, they're very rip-off Home Alone. It's rip-off Home Alone. There is a, a mafia boss living in Denver, Colorado, um, and he basically needs money, and he's yelling at, like, bootleg bulk and skull, essentially. Yeah, to they, get him they apparently money. lost money somehow. Like, they borrowed it from this mafia don, and they lost it. And now he's like, look, you're going to be sleeping with the fishes, hey, or whatever. <laughs> Whatever Italian stereotype I, he goes off with. The detail I love is like they just are trying to have shorthand for he's a rich mafia man. Yeah. And they have him in a limo and it's the shittiest limo. It is the limo. It's like limo parents, from prom 2006. But but middle school prom. Yeah. <laughs> it is the middle. So when you went for the middle school dance. Um, so. He's a very. We're going to learn later. My favorite gag in the entire movie. He's a very small time <laughs> mafia <Be> boss. Awesome. <laughs> so he. So. Um, like we're very sure, like on the side, he's renting those limos. That is his yeah. uh, laundering scheme. Tony Soprano. What's what, what Tony Soprano do? He's a garbage man, right? I haven't seen The Sopranos. Oh my god, me neither. Are we gonna I, get? Are we get? Are we in trouble? Are we in, in trouble. trouble? So I've seen episode one, and I've been meaning to get to it. Sorry, everybody. I'll right. get to it. So um, yeah. So basically, this is this is my my join hit. our Patreon. We're gonna start a Sopranos <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So when he's not renting limos to middle school middle school kids on the side, he's yeah running his mafia business. So now you have a little conflict going on here, which is bootleg bulk and skull need money. What are they going to do? Yeah. Um, I don't think they come across Jack yet because that's not until the convenience store. 
Right, but oh right, right. So, but they young, get thrown out of the limo. Yeah, they, it's funny, and that's um, the end of the scene. Yeah. So, oh right. So reestablishing. So little little kid, little white kid, um, snowboarded when they when his family was living in Portland. So a little snowboard kid decides to join the snowboarding team. Yeah, but he's got no, like no friends. He joins yeah. the class or whatever. The class, the after school program. Yeah. Um, it's run by. I love this because I worked in the world of after school programs. So just a disclaimer. Um, after school programs, they ask nothing of you except um, you have a clean background check. <laughs> they ask nothing else. They do not want you to have a degree in child development. They probably don't even want you to be super expertise in whatever you're teaching. They just want you to show up and a promise that, you know, you are not a threat to children. <laughs> um, and so in that world, you will get the most apathetic, uninformed, no idea how to interact with a child ever teachers. Um, and that is our snowboarding teacher in this. <laughs> uh, on top of that, she clearly doesn't care to be in this movie. No, it's one of those things like where if you can act, they'll put you'll like just have other skills. You'll like, what's your skill set? And it's I, very she obvious. wrote snowboarding, and yeah. they're like, cool. She, she probably could snowboard, <laughs> and her agent was like, hey, do you want to audition for this? You can actually snowboard. You're gonna be in a Miramax movie, and that was back when like Miramax was like prestige. It was like we're gonna put you in a Miramax picture, and she was like, yeah, gonna be in Shakespeare in Love too. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she fuck, I'm in, the, I'm in the monkey snowboarding movie. I know it's an ape. Because you're going to correct me. I know it's an ape. I know I'm it's an ape. I'm always going to correct you. Like, this is this is my goal. This is important. I feel like monkey, calling everything that's kind of hairy and looks like us a monkey is... It's dismissive of the complexities that are other primates. So, um, yeah. um, little spoiler, this is not the first time we've recorded this. Last time you had a running counter... But this time I've been correcting myself. Like it still counts if you say it. Oh, it still, still counts. I'm okay, still counting. I'm still counting because I want this to be our, our little gag on the show, which is I count how many times you and other guests and maybe myself even say monkey. <laughs> this is important. When it's an ape, because we I think yes. we 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 have a movie coming up called Monkey Business and it's a monkey. I thought it was Monkey Trouble. Monkey Trouble, whatever. Right. The point is, it's a literal monkey this time. It's yeah. like a capuchin. Um. So you have the most apathetic snowboarding teacher, and so. He's learned to snowboard. Um, there's a little bit of foreshadowing where he tries to go down a hill, and there's a teeny tiny sign in the corner on the hill just that says, like, death drop or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. The death, the danger doom drop. Danger doom drop. <laughs> um, and the little kid's like, oh, no, I can't go down that. And it's a cliff. <laughs> it's a literal cliff. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, there's not enough signs. I've been on, like, like Black Diamond Mountains and stuff, like... They have way more signs than that. <laughs> so he's like, oh, he gets scared. He goes back and his teacher's like, oh. Oh my God. We we're going to She come. talks to kids in a way that like, she thinks that, it, okay, she talks down to kids basically. Like my mom was a teacher and there's a very specific way that you talk to kids. You obviously do soften your tone, but you don't talk down to them. And that's what she she's talking down to the kids. She she talks to it's very much like and I mean I'm sure plenty of people that think I've been guilty of this. We're like I don't know how to interact with this thing. It's a little bit screaming. So I'm going to soften my tone and like really enunciate. You know, enunciate and kind of overplay it a little bit. And it's like just it, talk to which, him. Yeah, it's, it's okay. like okay, that, that's great if it's a literal baby. But like like the kid's like 11. You can just be like, hey, are you okay, man? She's like, oh, we were worried about yeah. you. <laughs> like, uh. 
and you can and she's not she does not give a shit. She doesn't give a shit, whatever. You know, that's okay. One, probably I don't, I don't blame her. She's getting residuals for this. I hope so. I hope so, man. I've watched this movie twice now, so I think anyone who works so for Miramax I hopefully deserves my, my HBO resi- Max subscription paid her in some way. Hope anyone, hope anyone work for Miramax gets residuals. Just putting up with that yeah. nightmare. Teesh. Um, so now we have a little bit of establishment. Um he heads home. Um I'm trying to think. Does he meet? Does he meet the chimp now? Because it takes him he's a long heading, time to meet no, the chimp. No, he, uh, he he's finally because like the chimp has been stalking him. We skipped a couple oh, of yeah. scenes for brevity's sake, uh, where he's at the school and like his friends are like saying all this snowboard vernacular that we're pretty sure is not real. Oh yeah. Uh, like, hey, dude, I stomped a melon grab. That's a literal quote from the movie, and I was like, that can't be real. Um, please, if anyone here is a snowboarder and is familiar with snow, snowboard vernacular, please email us. We're at apetourtheory at gmail.com. Um, we'll read your emails yeah. on the show. Yeah, re- we'll read your emails. So write to us and tell us about snowboarding. Neither of us know. We know shredding powder is yeah, a we're thing. Both from, is, is stomping a melon a thing? I don't know. We're both. From, I'm from Miami. You're from New Mexico. We're both from places that don't have snow. No, New Mexico has snow. Okay, this never is mind. A, I just never snowboarded or skied because. Um, I did. I struggle in cognitive movement. Skiing is fun. I, I wish I had learned how to snowboard first, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, once I learned skiing, I feel like it kind of ruined me for snowboarding. And I'm like, oh, man, skiing's not the cool one. <laughs> <laughs> snowboarding is, damn it. Yeah, but It's no. the same thing with rollerblading. Rollerblading's not cool, and, like, skateboarding is. <laughs> yeah. That's a little small rant. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, so email us. Teach us your snowboarding vernacular. But anyways, yes. so there, there, that that brief little scene that we skipped over, um, it's him at the school, and the, the, the chimp is, like, following him around, like, oh, man, he looks like he doesn't have friends. Oh, well, I'm going to disappear now. But anyways, after he's going home from the snowboarding thing, uh, he, like... Shows up, he th- starts throwing gummy be- gummy beans or like juju bees again beans. at him, and he, uh, the kid reacts like, "Oh my god, it's a it it's an ape," you know, like what is it doing here? Oh my goodness, it's a chimp, and you know he starts to like go away, and he's like, "You should you should go home," and then like Jack comes down and he's like, "Well, I don't have a home," you know, in, in so many ape noises. Um, <laughs> And uh, he's like, oh, man, I guess you're alone. Where's your family? I guess you're from Mexico because he's still in his Mexican garb. <laughs> he's still in his garb. And, um, yeah, no one here is familiar about the about ecosystems or where chimps are from. And you're just like, this chimp is clearly Mexican. Yeah, this chimp has to be from Mexico. Like, yes, I guess when I think of the places I would find chimps <laughs> in the wild, I think of Mexico. So they take him home. No, he's got to go to the convenience store first. Right. Or This is actually important. We can't yes, get this scene. Yes, okay, yes. This, right, yeah, we do have to mention this, right? So Because this is where our bulk and skull see get the their, chimp. Get their devious plan. They're like, oh man, a chimp. We could probably make money off that somehow in some nondescript way. Yes. We got to capture him. But they also try to rob the convenience store and the convenience store girl is like not having it. Oh, but she also has a no chase policy, so as soon as they leave, it is she has the the apathy I do when I ask guests to please put their mask back on. She is done. <laughs> yeah, they like they like try to shoplift from the store, and she's like, "You got to pay for all of those." And they're like, "Run!" And they run, and like it, no chase policy. Yep. <laughs> uh, retail sucks. <laughs> retail does suck, man. I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. No, like I'm not in retail currently, but yeah, I'm at a place where we have a mask policy, and you yes. have to deal with people. I'm so glad I don't have to do that. Other than my fellow employees, I don't have to deal with people. Uh, most are fine, and then people 
like don't want to wear their mask properly. I don't understand that this pandemic's been going on. Like you understand, like it's like you understand that you you can transfer the disease from your nose. That's why when they test you, they put a Q-tip up your nose. Why is your nose showing? I'm so tired of seeing everyone's nostrils. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, don't work retail. <laughs> don't work. Don't well, work. I mean, some of y'all don't have. Some a of y'all got it. Yeah, or, solidarity. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll take retail over warehouse though. Oh, yeah, I'll take retail any day over the warehouse. Solidarity to those who work warehouse. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Amazon warehouse workers. Unionized. <laughs> anyway, so he meets the ch- so him and the chimp go home, um, and oh right, so um, older brother has a band. It's the worst older band. brother. I don't. It's that pop punk music that like it's knockoff some forty one. Some forty one. Um, I was saying MXP. That's the name of the. That's the, the name movie. of the movie. Uh, MXPX, I think, was the name. No effects, like those really nasally. And, but it's clearly not the brother singing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but anyways, they they bring him home from the convenience store after like, okay, you got to stay out of sight for a bit. I'm gonna. My brother's cool. That's his music. It's really cool. And they clearly just want you to buy the album. Um, <laughs> so he's playing. And none of these guys are playing, but they also have the most genuine reaction to the chimp being in their home. Because Jack opens the door, and like the song, the song stops, and they're like, "Whoa, what the, <laughs> what the heck?" Because it's a Disney movie. Mexican chimp in your house. Dude, Leonis, I'm at a loss for words. Yo, it's your house, man. Come on, where did you get the Mexican monkey from? It's not mine. Whoa. Oh my goodness. You know, all the words that kids these days would totally be saying if they saw a chimp, I guess. Um, They're so, like, dude, there's a chimp in your house. I think I think everyone calls him a monkey in this too, though. To be fair, do they call him a monkey? I feel like everyone okay. calls him a monkey. I feel like Bulk and Skull are like, get that monkey. Oh yeah, like, they do. Call yeah, him a everyone, monkey. everyone is 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 misspeciesing, <laughs> is misspeciesing for for Jack. Does it count if I quote from the movie? Then no, it does not count. Okay, yeah. So then just... none of the ones I said counted. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't count because I was quoting people from the movie. You, okay, sure you are. Uh, I was. All right. Anyways. <laughs> um, so they're all freaking out and like they, they have the most genuine reaction. So like the most realistic reaction, like, oh my God, there's an ape in our house. What the heck? And, but they don't call animal control. <laughs> um, no one calls animal control in this. Which like, I feel like that would be the, the correct response. Like, oh, hey, there's an exotic animal. I don't know what to do. I feel like animal control is meant for more like like stray dogs or something, or maybe like someone has like a a, a gator who got yeah, in but yard, that's still you know? more equipped than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what do they do instead? They decide to let the let the chimp spend the night, and you get a little funny montage of him getting ready for bed. Oh yeah, because they give him a they give him an uncomfortable cot, and it's just like oh, I hate this cot. So he goes into the dad's room, and there was like a line earlier in the movie where like the brothers like. Sorry, bro. That 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 room's off limits. Even my even I can't sleep in there. That's dad's room. I don't know why it's so special, but um, parents always have the bigger bed. That's they do have the bigger yeah, bed, but yeah. like you know, what parent is going to be like kick their kid out of the room? I guess I don't know. Like I mean, I, I guess at a certain age, like sure, but like 
Dad's just setting some boundaries, okay? Like, well, you're not home. Yeah, he's still setting some boundaries, I guess. Okay, I whatever. I, I don't know. Look, some I, parents do weird things. I guess that's... Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, like, the the chimp, he goes off to, um... He goes off to the dad's room. He claps on the light, because the dad has a clap on. All right, another gag, so. Um And he goes through a like, little montage of, like, he's taking a shower, he shaves, which doesn't remove any hair from his face, <laughs> because he's a chimp. Um... He, uh, he, you know, puts on aftershave and, you know, he gets in his little comfortable robe. He gives a thumbs up to the mirror for some reason, but it's actually to the camera. And he's all happy. You know, this is like, yeah, this is the life. So next day, um, Kit goes off to school um, and Jack suddenly realizes, discovers that he's actually like decent in snowboarding. Um, we have to mention while we don't, no, I don't think that happens yet. It actually happens like way further on in the movie. Like, no, no, no. Like he goes down the stairs. He then, goes down the, st- uh, oh no, 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 yeah. no. The next morning they get up. Sorry guys. It's been a week since we've seen mm-hmm. the movie. He gets up the next morning and they're like, Hey, we're going to give you cereal. I'm going to, the brother's like, I'm going to call the news, which is the next best thing right. in this movie. I'm going to call the news and find your family, uh, which we're pretty sure is Mexican for some reason, because you're, you're dressed, you know, you got a little sombrero. Uh, but in the meantime, you're just going to hang out here. Uh, don't worry about it. And they go off to school and, you know, they come back. He's playing the guitar and he, I guess he, he plays the video game of snowboarding first and then he discovers the snowboard upstairs. Meanwhile, the song that um, Big Brother is playing of his band um, is just the plot of the movie. Yeah, it's also just, just the plot of the movie. Oh no, he's just like singing about how his brother's like alone and sad. It's and prob- doesn't have friends. It, it is the biggest like drag on a younger sibling since Lily Allen's Alfie. <laughs> yeah. um, so he finds a snowboard and he's just sort of going down the stairs a few times. Yeah. So, foreshadowing, I guess the chimp can, can is utilize, talented utilize tools he's a, he has a secret talent and you know this is a very talented chimp i mean this is his uh smart, third man. extreme sport yeah after skateboarding and hockey <laughs> i'm really sorry we came into the end of the trilogy but I know, I know. <laughs> whatever I feel like we're missing we're missing a lot of backstory we're here. missing a really like a lot ma- of a lot of character development like i feel like if they made this movie today it would be like a super secret chimp who was like engineered in the lab to do oh, extreme no, sports because they, totally they wouldn't oh, no. he wouldn't just be a chimp who would could do that oh, stuff no, they anymore. would totally uh caesar planet of the apes him like yeah like, oh, this well one he would be like played by andy circus for sure yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> 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 it'd be a very serious movie they'd be yeah. very serious about it it'd be very dark and gritty his mom's name's martha <laughs> you know that type of thing um <laughs> So, Snyder um, cut and all that. do we, I'm trying to think, like, okay, now does he finally learn to snowboard? He knows that he likes going down the stairs. But, like, does he physically, is this the point? Because I know. That, I think the next day they finally go to the mountain and, like. I, we're 40 minutes we forgot, into this movie, by the way. Yeah, before we're really far snowboards. into this movie yeah. where he finally snowboards. Yeah. Um, and he, um, we finally, I think we skipped it. It was mentioned earlier, I think, that there's a relay race. That's a, there's a partner relay race, and all the kids are already partnered up. So our Billy, or whatever the hell this kid's name is, <laughs> our main guy, doesn't have a, a partner. Um, so they're setting it up, obviously, that Jack, the chimp, is going to be his partner for the relay race. Um, and so they're going down the snowboarding hill and whatever, and Jack steals a snowboard. Like, he literally <laughs> steals one from, like, the teacher's cabinet. 
And they put all these, you know, they're like, all right, guys, great job today. Good job shredding those slopes. What's that? This is a big comedic gag of just a, a chimp on a snowboard just going and by they, everybody. They put, like, a lot of whooshing noises, like canned whooshing noises to make him sound like he's going faster They do whooshing and they speed up the camera. Too. Yeah, and, but he's clearly, like, only going, like, two miles but an just hour. this poor little chimp and he's, like, kind of pushing with his hands and, and all the outtake. He's trying to break free of the snowboard and yeah. run for his life. Like... <laughs> Great jumps, you guys. Let's try another one. Okay, who's first? What the? Huh? Oh, no! What was that? We should also talk about the snowboard that he's on. So he yeah. has a very unique snowboard that I believe is not, uh, obviously it has to be made for him, uh, but it's supposed to be like, oh, it's just a typical snowboard. He has boots on, but I think they have magnetic soles because there are metal plates on the snowboard that he can just kind of attach to and also deattach because we see the snowboard, as you mentioned in the outtakes, it will go flying off and it'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to keep running. Um, so I get, because to my knowledge, there's no such thing as a snowboard that has like magnetic <laughs> things that you can just attach your boots to. Uh, so that's pretty neat. <laughs> I, like I said, I just go back and I just feel bad for this poor, like, chimp. Someone shoved him in, like, these things and his feet are important to him. It'd be like if you couldn't utilize your hands, you know? And they're just, like, pushing him and he just doesn't know what's going on, you know? Like I At least he can take his feet off the snowboard. I think it'd be worse if he was just strapped into oh, it. Oh, that'd be cruel. Yeah. That'd, that'd be cruel. I mean, I don't know. I already think objectively kind of having primates in cinema is cruel. But that's, maybe we'll rant about that a little bit oh, later on. I, Speed Racer will come up. That's a future episode. Um, yeah, so so they realize, hey, he can skateboard. Oh, and then they do not mention this, or no one reacts to it the way they do with the chimp being able to snowboard, but apparently he can read because he's Oh, he reads the rules. <laughs> he reads the He's like, there doesn't say anything about a chimp competing in this. Yeah, and he looks at the relay race and, you know, and his... He hands it to the, 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 the kid's to like kid. The kid's like, what? You want to race with me? And he makes all the, like, you know, <laughs> you know, like yeah. weird primate noises. Like... I was like, okay. So no one... And, that blew- and again, not in the rule book. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so he can comprehend reading. Like, that is, like, amazing. But y'all want to freak out because he can snowboard. <laughs> like, wow. They're burying the lead here. <laughs> um, I guess I guess they just don't think of it. Like, well, he figured it out. So he, he couldn't read his ticket, though, that said, no. oh. <laughs> this isn't col- is Mexico. No. Oh, crap. <laughs> So, um, they do a little news segment. Right, the yeah. news segment, where the brother sets it up. Because, yeah. again, most competent character in the entire movie pushing the plot along. So, uh, they say, like, here, this is a chimp, and his name is Jack, and if you... We think he's from Mexico. We think he's from Mexico, because we, we found... We Mexico. <laughs> uh, but we don't know where his family is. Uh, if you know this snowboarding chip, please contact us. So, bootleg bulk and skull see this, and... They, they could not get away with this in a movie today. No, they could not. So everything's kind of set up in place. Oh, boy, is Jack going to, you know, win the title? Oh, Dad comes back, by the way, too. That We should mention that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dad comes back and he's like, ah, oh, there's a chimp in my room. He's very low-key about it. And then it, he's like, oh, fair. fine. He's, he's, he's not even like, hey, like, you, 
Yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, I wish you guys had told me, but all right, you know. All right, I get it. Yeah. You guys are being really responsible, especially you, dumb older brother. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting ready for the race, and... But Bulk and Skull, they... Show up at the door. They try, they've been trying to capture him. Mm-hmm. Um, There's been a couple antics. Oh, like, yeah, we skipped the parts where they tried to capture him. All right, we should we should mention at least the part about the, the very <laughs> the confused snowball. extras. Well, the, the snowball, but I'm just thinking how the extras react to this scene. <laughs> You go ahead. Um, what is it? They stay. They chase after the chimp. They're like, oh, they, they, they get wanna, that monkey, you know. Yeah, they're like, oh, I guess we can make money off a snowboarding chimp. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and they grab someone's, I think, snowboards or skis. And Oh, yeah, they yes. steal skis. They steal skis from, like, this uh, these couple of extras. And he's, they're like, you can pay for these up front. We'll, we'll have them for you. And the extras are like, oh. And then they keep walking. And then you can see them in the background. They're like, they're not really sure what to keep doing. Because yeah. <laughs> anybody in real life would be like, no, give me my fucking skis back. Yeah, like something. And they're, they did not get any direction in this. It's so, it's so funny. <laughs> it, it's, it's so funny to, like, an, overanalyze these movies just a little bit. It's totally not what these movies are trying to do and we understand that like we we get what this movie is that it's a dumb well, movie that probably went direct to video for like I, I think the amusement is not like you know how come the word someone took my skis ding yeah. it's just more the fact there was no direction like there it, was no one being like okay just add, when he grabs your skis you're gonna act really mad look like, no. <laughs> We've got a chimp. We've got Bjorn Lines to deal with pretty if much later on. If you look at the chimp or Bjorn Lines, you will be fired. <laughs> no, they're... So the extras, just do your thing. You, you, you don't need the skis. Don't worry about it. Just keep walking. So they had a couple antics, but now now, now the they have a cunning... The snowball thing. We have to talk you about the snowball. You can talk. All right. All right. You can talk about snowball it's Because you told me this wasn't going to happen, and I'm like, no, I'm telling you. because I was you. like, this movie has no budget. They are not directing the background. They're saving these kind of takes. They're not going to do the gag where they turn into a big, funny snowball. This movie is too lazy to do that. And then they did. They did. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, they, they've come up with this harebrained scheme, I guess. They're like, they're going to steal Jack so that they can make money off of him somehow. And... They're like, they've, they've stolen the skis and they've got a net and they're going to catch Jack, but Jack is too fast for them. And I think they like, they, they trip and I'm like, I'm telling you, they're going to turn into a giant snowball and roll <laughs> down the hill. And you're like, no, they're not. That's so like, they're too lazy. They wouldn't do that. Lo, lo and behold, they turn into a giant snowball, snowball. roll down the hill yep. and get into a horrible accident where they're clearly injured and they run into a bunch of people, and everybody, like, is mad at them, even though they've clearly had a horrifying accident. Like, if you saw that in real life, you'd be like, holy crap, are you guys okay? I, Instead, they get beaten up. I, I say this, though. <laughs> I say this. This movie is, is trying to say something, because um, guess what animal um, is closest related to us? I mean, you're going to say chimp. Yeah, it is. I it know is, that. It is the chimp, and I feel like um, we've inherited a lot from the chimp. And they've inherited a lot from us. Um, and one These of the people who is, had a mild inconvenient accident. We, you know, yeah, I'd say that's the biggest com- commonality between us and the chimp is is our mutual cruelty. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we, much like how a troop of chimps would just beat the shit out of a rival troop that they had found that were grievously injured, we too attack these these bumbling, like, like petty criminals. These, these petty high school dropouts <laughs> who got into a life of crime. I know. <laughs> Go this to school, says kids. says so much about our society and, and the carceral systems, and, and, you know, I think... I think <laughs> we're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways... <laughs> Poor, uh, th- these these guys get dragged off, but um, they they see the news report. They actually do see the news report, and they're like, oh, man, he's Mexican. 
And he's looking for his family. We can just pose as a couple of Mexicans and just be his family. And this is exactly in your head. You're, you're thinking right now, oh no. And it's yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. They, they don Mexican garb. It uh, is. It and is. look, these guys are white. These guys are white, white, white. I'm not giving them the benefit they of the doubt. They're is, Denver, Colorado. They're white. It is that literal, like, our, my, my culture is not your costume, and they'd have someone dressed up overly yeah. offensive. That is it. It is that my culture is not your costume image just come to life. Yeah. They show up. They, like, they, do they the, don't even try to speak, like, Spanish. They don't speak Spanish. They do the accents, though. They're I like, know. oh, <laughs> little Jack, he is here. He is ours. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Latino. I can do that accent. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm just... I will not just... It's, it's kind of what a couple of people um, in El Salvador actually sound like sometimes. <laughs> and, and the whole family, instead of being like, why are these two white kids dressed up like Mexican stereotypes? Yeah. Whoa. Can I help you guys with something? Yes. Hello, senor. Senor. My name is Mr. Saratunasa, and, and we have come here, my wife and I, as the legal guardians of Jack, to take him home. Uh, it is my understanding that you have found him. We, we saw the news report. Uh, yay, bless, bless. We've come to take Jack home to back to me. Government of Mexico? Oh, this does look official. We thought he was Mexican. Oh, he, he is. His home is in Mexico. Just outside of Mexico. Hit it. Okay, but right, like... Okay, two things. So one, the family falls for it. They're like, oh, of, of course. Of course. You guys, you have a poncho on and you you have a sombrero <laughs> and you have you have the fruit on your head. You know, <laughs> like clearly, these are the most authentic Mexicans I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and that's one thing. You can just be like, okay, it's a movie. But Jack goes with them. Yeah, that's, that's the, the weird part. That's the funny part. Like, he just, he just is like... Okay, clearly these people are saying they're my guardians, and I'm just gonna believe them, despite the fact that like Jack clearly understands like his family and his Jack his, knows who his family yeah, is. Yeah, like, like and he he's smart enough to read. He can snowboard. <laughs> he can. He understands symbolism. He understands uh, like emotions, like because you know the, the oh, little they have a little ET moment. Yeah, the little kids like I'll miss you, and he's like, and he wipes his tear from his eye. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> and he wipes his tear from his eye too, and it's like he it's like empathy. this little sad scene. But you're also like Jack. You can just like you be like, you no, have to go. Like you can shake your head or something. Be like, They'll no. figure it out. Like, yeah, you know. like hey, no. They have a pretty good gauge of communicating of Jack at this point. I think. Yeah, I think like, he could explain to them he, what the problem. Jack is. clearly trusts yeah. these people that he's been staying with. Yeah. Like they've been good to him, and he's but he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go with these people, like who are definitely Mexican. Yeah. He leaves. Um, he leaves, and they immediately in, put him in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, on the side area, like, um, is um, his his caretaker and his his little his little chimp buddy, little Louie. His name is not Little Louie. Oh we yeah, we've been cutting. Him little, we keep calling him Little Louie. We've been we throughout the movie we've been cutting back to Mexico, um, and again the hurricane's been happening, so they've been trapped in the hotel room. They can't get to the airport even if they wanted to. Um, and they have like these dumb little gags, like one of the champs is painting her nails. The scary one. The, the very <laughs> scary one. Um, the other, you know, the other one goes outside to like go play in the pool, but it's still the middle of the hurricane. And so they have this dumb gag where he's hanging on for dear life against a tree, uh, uh you know, hanging on to a dear life, uh, 
like hanging onto a tree, but the wind is blowing him away, so he's hanging out straight out, and his trunks go <laughs> flying off, but he's got one underwear on for some reason. It's because chimps have giant testicles, and they don't want to have to put that in a family movie. I mean, but he's clearly on a green screen, so they had to paint him out. They could just paint him out. It costs like a nickel. Edit balls out in post. Edit balls out in post. Edit the chimp balls out in post. It would cost like a nickel. So, so they're like, nah, put 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 underwear on the chimp <laughs> who's wearing swim trunks. <laughs> Sorry, that doesn't make sense. I don't know about you. I don't wear underwear underneath my swim trunks. I, I'm just saying those big testicles, and maybe it's just uncomfortable for him to swim. Maybe he needs a little bit of like support. He needs you support. Know? He needs okay. a little bit of support for his giant chip testicles. Um, so they the hurricane's over, so they head off to Colorado to reunite with Jack. Um, no, they, they head back, they go to, back the to the airport. They go back to the airport first to figure out where Jack headed off to. And they meet the same guy who's like... I can't tell you the information that you want to know. The pri- passenger information is private. Blah, blah, blah. And then Louie comes up and basically is like threatening the dude, I guess. Louie's going to just rip this guy's face yeah, off. Yeah, he, like is. he is. He is, he is going to be full on like dangerous chimp right there. And then he's like, I found the records of the small Mexican child who didn't get on the plane, but his ticket was still punched or whatever. And they're like, that must be Jack. <laughs> But and then we never hear about the kid who didn't get to his little no, UN ever again. Poor little, mm, sorry, poor little traumatized child. Yeah, know. he got left at the airport, and then like we don't know what. Well, clearly, he was fine, but like I guess he went to jail or whatever. We don't know what happened to him. So um, they had bet. So now they're in Colorado. All the all the pieces are in place now. Yeah. This is three D chess of a movie. <laughs> this three D chess of a movie that is that is most extreme primate. Um, and then we get to a moment where I. This made me laugh, and like I said, going back, they did it because they were very lazy. They had to wrap up the movie, but it made me laugh so hard anyway. It's so, it's so funny, because you can tell they were just like, oh shit, what do we do with these characters? All right, yeah. whatever, just end this plot line. I, I say this, though, which is I feel like like with the mafioso and Bulk and Skull, like, this movie doesn't trust its audience. Like It feels like it has to have like a conflict all the time, which I always go back to this. One of the best child movies is My Neighbor Totoro. There's no conflict. The plot is literally some kids meet Totoro, and that's kind of the movie. But they don't trust the audience. They say there has to be a conflict. The the chimp has to be kidnapped by the mafioso. That's the weird part, because there are conflicts in this movie. Uh, They're emotional are, conflicts. Yeah, though. but yeah. the kid doesn't have friends. He he needs a partner for the relay race. He, uh, they need to win the relay race to win the respect and get friends mm-hmm. uh, and impress Bjorn Lines. Oh, uh, yes, Bjorn we Lines. Will get to. Yes, we'll get to. Um, um, and also, like, Jack is lost. He wants to go with his family. Uh, but he also really likes this new extreme sport. It's just a lack of trust, because like I said, going back, like Totoro has conflicts, you know? It's the two girls, and they're out in the countryside, and their mom is sick, you know? Like, there, there's conflicts, but I think there's something about this demand that our conflicts be very intense. Like, we can't yeah. trust it to be a story that's more of an emotional, yeah, emotional growth and development. There has but, to be this, you know, shitty Home Alone subplot. So. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. it's so bizarre um, cause like, cause it's not needed. Cause I feel like you could get away with like, you know, you could probably do a decent family movie without the mafioso, but anyways, you can clearly tell they were like, oh shit, how do we end this? So they have to wrap it up. So Bulk and Skull show up. They say like, look, we, we, we caught you a chimp, sir. We're going to sell it on the black market and get you the money we're owed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the mafia, mafia boss who is like <laughs> amazing and just goes, you idiots. This is Jack. I bet on him. <laughs> I have a thousand clams on him. A whole thousand dollars. This man is like the, he's like Arnold Rothstein levels. He, of, this is such <laughs> a Colorado. weird mafia boss. He bets 
on snowboarding, on children's relay racing snowboarding races. Like, and he bets very small amounts of money, like a thousand dollars, and he bet on Jack. Like, just so weird. How how much? Like, I mean, like I said, this is this was like early aughts film. Like, how far would a thousand dollars get you? Would that cover rent? I mean, like, but in I Colorado? mean, people are betting millions of dollars on sports. You know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in just single bets even, you know, on like LeBron James or Dwayne Wade, you know, making the playoffs back in the, uh, actually at this time, I guess this would be 2006. So uh, Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal in the Miami Heat betting on them to make the finals or whatever. Um, and this dude's just like, but I'm also going to bet a thousand dollars on a, on a regional children's relay <laughs> snowboarding race. Hey, hey, those limos aren't going to cover themselves. I guess. It's just like, like, look, this is just something I do for fun. But I'm also like, who's betting against him? Who's who's betting on these children's things? I don't know. Is he like that? There's like maybe some other cartel or something we're not aware of, you know? There's a Mexican cartel. cartel. (laughs) (laughs) It's the rival gang. (laughs) Could you imagine if there was an actual Mexican rival gang and be like, no, Jack's with us because we're Mexican too. (laughs) That's way, way too much, like, thought, actually, Just, like, like, put into this movie. Like, it's a Sicario-level type of thing. Melissa <laughs> <laughs> Sicar- just gunning down people. <laughs> Chimps. <laughs> the chimp is under deep cover. That's our next movie, by the way. Sicario? No, uh, Spy Mate. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're, we'll get to Spy we'll Mate. We'll get to Spy we're Mate. That's our very mate. next movie. Um, so, you know, so so now Mafioso guy, you come on, buddy. I'll take you there. So they get to go in, in the well, prop let's limo. let's go, Jack, and they get in the limo. The limo. So Jack has I, a limo I ride. I really admired your work, <laughs> Mr. Jack. <laughs> man, when they banned you from hockey, that was fucked up, man. <laughs> I bet like 2,000 clams on you, but I won't make that same mistake twice. Now I've cut back because the wife says so. You know, like, it's the most fucking... I, I made half that shit up, but it's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, they're, they're, just, they're just cool now. They're, they're cool. They're just cool. Yeah. Um, so, so they get to the, the thing. Oh, so we gotta oh, talk about... Kate also shows up by this point. Kate shows up too with, with Louie and With Louie and is like, hey, I have a small chimp. I contacted the news station and I'm here to meet Jack. And the older brother's like, oh, no, the Mexican family took me. We thought they were Mexican. <laughs> Again, full commitment. I fucking love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. good. He's so good. <laughs> um, and then, oh, so we got to talk about Bjorn. Oh, uh, Bjorn Lines. Bjorn okay. Lines. So, this so, is a real guy. A He's real a real person. snowboarder. Um, he does not have a... We looked him up because I got curious because I was like, maybe this is someone who at one point was actually like big in the snowboarding they've been, scene. They've been mentioning him, him throughout the movie. like Because it's a big deal. Look, They're like, the judge is Bjorn Lines. If you win, you get to snowboard with him. And it's like, what? what? Bjorn Lines? And look, we're not disrespecting Mr. Bjorn Lines. He seems very talented. He seems fine. But, like, we're just... Obviously, he's super talented at snowboarding. We can't talk. Um, But he's not Tony Hawk, (laughs) I guess, is what we mean to say. Because he's he's talked about in this movie as if everybody's heard of him. And we're just like, no. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Like, you know, Bjorn does not... I'm sure he's, like, a big deal. But, like, they talk about him like he's Tony Hawk. But you know what Bjorn Lyons does not have? Um, Good, good, um, good... um, 
remembering the words and then saying them back when he remembers them. Um, oh, he's clearly reading off cue cards. He's so bad. Like, to the point where I thought he was Icelandic because he has this... He's, like, they're talking. He's they're very like, stilted. He's like, I am so happy to be here and see this snowboarding monkey. Like... <laughs> it's also just, like... It is It is Marlon Brando, Island of Dr. Moreau levels. <laughs> yeah, like, he's clearly reading cue cards and he just doesn't care. And he's just, they like... They clearly had him for the day. He was there for he, he was one there day. He was there for one day. And he was just like look i have shit to do you got me to be here in this in this eighth movie just let's do it i i have one day and then you know we're gonna film me snowboarding we're gonna film my lines and then i'm gonna leave peace yes. out i've got i've got x games to win if they still do that there's um do they do x games i have no idea i don't know either so email, email us. us at theory at we'll have a twitter account by the end of this, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. hopefully um so there's of course that little thing. Oh no, will Jack make it on time? Of course he does. Like yeah. So the the mafioso guy like returns him and like he meets up. Jack meets up with with his partner, uh, the, the our main kid, and just like oh man, we gotta hurry and get to the race. And look, people are showing up to this race. Like the the crowd is huge. They're all showing up to this race. To see Jack at this point. Ain't no point. one seen his little, like, 12-year-old snowboarding. Like, maybe the parents, but, like, that's it. Also, Nobody else it's cares. it's really small. I think, for, like, it's, like, eight children total. Yeah. Like, six. They did not have a budget for, like, the snowboarding children. But it, it was, like, you know, they're they're on the ski lift getting up there, and they can't delay the race for, like, five minutes. <laughs> they refuse. Serious rules in the world of peewee yeah. snowboarding. <laughs> they, don't, they don't wait for them to get up to the top of the mountain. Um, they, like, set off the starter pistol... And they like, they they're at the top. They're already at the top. They have to just start from the ski lift and keep going. So they're handicapped. Basically. So they're handicapped yeah. a little bit. And I'm just like, you can't delay the race for like five minutes. Serious rules in the Serious world of snowboarding. Like I'm like, the only reason you have a crowd this big is because of the, the chip. chip. Like, like <laughs> don't kid yourselves. Wait five minutes so everybody doesn't just walk away. <laughs> but they don't do that. Um, so they starter pistol goes off. Every other kid gets a head start, and Jack and our main kid have to like just boogie on down, man. They gotta they gotta shred the hills and as good, fast good as they can. Good foreshadowing for the for the film. Guess where they end up? They end up at the danger drop, danger and the only drop. <laughs> the only way to to win the race because they're so far behind is like they gotta take the danger drop. Gotta gotta do it. Do the drop. They they did the drop and they're fine. And and, um, and, and they are they so, are adrift so, doing it. Well, <laughs> the kid didn't do the drop. <laughs> oh. It was it was definitely his stunt woman. Oh, okay, yeah, yes, um, yeah. Shout out to all the the five the five two stunt women who are doing this and doing all the snowboarding stunts. Yeah, <laughs> they're the real heroes of this movie. Um, for sure. And it, it's it's like okay, so Jack is going like two miles an hour, but they again make him look like he's going much faster. And it's just this really intense race between the main kid and like some other kid we we were introduced to earlier in the, the movie. Kids have character development in this. Yeah. They literally kind of spout exposition. It's not like one of those movies where they're like, like hey, new twerp. And he's like yeah. a rival like, or whatever. Yeah, there, there's no rivalry, no bullies, no, like, they literally are just like, wow, Bjorn Lines is gonna be here. Did you know that? Yeah, like, I can't they, wait to stomp a melon yeah. grab with him. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so that's the, so anyways, well, we were kind of introduced to a, a child earlier who I guess is our our main rival kid, uh, who has had three lines in this whole movie, and he just is like, he's in the front, he's in the leading position, and they they're they're duking it out basically. Like they're not actually duking it; they're not throwing punches or whatever, but they're duking he it out for first lead. place. Yeah. And our our main kid, of course, wins. The 
the our arrival kid uh, comes in second, and Jack comes and the in cameraman. Third. Jack and the cameraman. Jack and the cameraman. <laughs> who you were like, there's no way they left the cameraman in the shot. I'm like, he's there. You I can see him. See he's the back. Right there. He is on his own little snowboard with his camera, following Jack. Plus all the 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 stunt women and or children behind, going as slow as possible. Yeah, they're clearly <laughs> like not going in a straight line. They're, they're social like, distancing they're like just, from this primate. Yeah, so hard. they're like they're like going left and right, like just making this zigzag pattern. <laughs> As hard and as fast as they can make it look, but they're clearly not, just to clearly not pass Jack. Mm -hmm. And that's it. (laughs) Because Jack is really far behind. So, Um, yeah, so Jack comes in third, meaning that um, Jack and the kid win, and uh, Mafioso gets his thousand clams. By the way, the Mafioso is watching the race, and he brought his own dinner table. It is like um, it's freezing uh, outside. It's outside. It is set up like what, what like what was boxing like? Like it's, oh. okay, think of like the most stereotypical Godfather Goodfellas like scene where like an Italian Don is at a restaurant and he's got his little table with breadsticks and a red candle. <laughs> That's the exact table he has no, I was outside more in the like, snow. Um, like the boxing arenas, those VIP seats, you know, yeah. like like MGM Grand watching some boxing thing. There's always like some like. <laughs> And that's his that's his whole deal. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I got my thousand clams. Now I'm going to go bash someone's head in, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Mafioso boss. Mafioso boss. Like, what, kind of, what, what crime are you doing up there? I mean, because it must be like meth, like, right? Because it's in the Rockies. That's sort of meth, meth area. I guess. I mean, it's not weed because weed's legal up there. Like, Not at this time. All right. Maybe, maybe it's that weed. Was, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like meth is too hard for this mafia boss. <laughs> Too hard, man. It's got to be weed. It has to be weed. All right, all right. Weed. Weed maybe Weed's like, not legal at this time, right. so. Probably weed. Um, I think that's kind of the movie. Um, no, it's no, not, no. because the kid has to get his prize, and he's just like, wow, the two of you, like, really shredded really hard. You want to go take a ride with me down the half pipe? I get to ride with Bjorn Lines? And he does not. It is a stunt woman. It's, yeah, he doesn't get to do it. It's, it's a clearly a stunt woman. Because, like, clearly... One, they're going down a half pipe, and Bjorn Lines is like shredding, like he, <laughs> like you know, like Bjorn Lines. Yeah, I guess he's very professional. He's very professional. He's doing yeah. like all these cool tricks, and like the stunt woman is like snowboarding at a level that clearly the kid was not snowboarding throughout <laughs> this entire movie. He, she's like doing all these you know cool things or whatever. She's stomping the melon grab, um, <laughs> and just like yeah. And then that's the end of our movie. There's a party at the end. The brother plays a band. No, the chimp has the drums. Yeah, the shrimp. They have some sticks. He has some sticks for a little bit of it. He's not utilizing tools at the level um, I'd expected of him at this point. Yeah. Um, and then our, our post-credit scene is him in Mexico getting a tan. He finally got to go to Mexico. Yay. And that's the end of the uh, Most Valuable Primate Trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they do a reboot with Andy's oh God, the- dark, dark reboot Andy Serkis. Andy Gen- Serkis. Genetically engineered snowboarding chimp. No. <laughs> No skis, but snowboard. <laughs> and he goes down the hill. He beats the shit out of James Franco or something. <laughs> Whatever the hell happens in those movies. Uh, I haven't seen the second one. I've seen the first and third I one. I only saw the third one. But, I mean, I will say I this. had a fun time on the third I, one. I, all right, here, I say this because we came into this kind of no understanding. I feel if you come into the final um, Planet of the Eight movie, I had, a, I had a good understanding. I was like, oh, okay, I get these chimps are smart. They've yeah. kind of rebelled. Humanity's dying. Like, it... It was a really good setup. I wasn't like, what? Yeah, like, we weren't lost the when we saw the, the third Planet yeah. of the Apes why movie. Can, why can the chip talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right. So. And nor were we lost in the third, <laughs> the third MXP trilogy. It's kind of funny that we both kind of came into the third one on this. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess, okay, technically you were quoting, so um, for, for monkey count, uh, you get zero today, so congrats. Um, I was very careful. You were, you were, which is good. Um, I'm excited for when we eventually start to get guests on, because they will not be prepared for this, yeah. and they will just be monkeying all over Because when we watched the movie originally, like, I kept saying monkey all the time, and like... You would always correct me. You have to, like <laughs> so I said. You, I just you have beaten out of me. Yes. <laughs> My next step will be make sure you say orangutan, but um, we'll, we'll work orangutan. on that. Orangutan. Tan. Orangutan. <laughs> Take a people see library. Library. <laughs> but um, oh my god, this movie. Um, yeah. Object- it's a movie. No, it is. Came out from the mid-2000s is, from Disney. It is the movie your burnt out substitute teacher like put in because yeah. it was raining and you couldn't go outside. It's not inherently bad. It's um, not the worst thing ever. No. Uh, you know, it's just... It, the, I guess for me, the, the uh of it is just, like I said, the, the level we use chimps in this. Like, um, like I said earlier, it's been banned for a couple of years now, but the problem is primates just do their high intelligence level. Like, they're smart, they're socially complex, and they kind of need to be if other, like, in this case, like, kind of chimps and learn to be chimps. And when you take one away... And you put clothes on it and have it, you know, snowboard and stuff. Even if you're not, like, you know, physically abusing it, there's there's a level where you're kind of denying it the ability to be chimps. And that's the that's the cringy and questionable part to me in all of this. And I'd probably say the majority of these chimps now, I'd say, are probably in sanctuaries. And it's a mix of animals like this. Some are kind of able to adjust and be natural chimps. And some kind of don't function for the rest of their life. They can't get along with other chimps again. And they spend the rest of their life with, like, caretakers and some stuffed animals. So, yeah, I, I think to me that's the questionable part. Not not the fact that it's, like, a kid's movie that's objectively kind of harmless. It's more the undercurrent of the utilizing of, of chimps in the chimp and cinema economy, if you would. Well, as for the uh, Airbud Extended Universe here... <laughs> Uh, which this is a part of. Yes, all the all the puppies died of parvo, so they had to get a new animal. Yeah. So they got chimps. Well, they also went off to space, and I guess they didn't come back. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a movie called Space Buddies. They all go to space. Ended, ended exactly like the Soviet I dogs. Get, we haven't seen it. Yes. <laughs> we just assumed they didn't come back, so they just switched <laughs> to chimp. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess about this movie, I don't know, because this wasn't the. I don't. I think Spymate is after this. And I guess they were just like, I think we're out of movies. Like we're out of, um, we're out of <laughs> movies, or like we're out of sports is what I meant to say. Sorry, we're out of sports. So let's just make the monkey a spy. Oh, uh, and I know. Okay, you can count that one. Yeah, monkey count is one today, guys. We need to put. Can you like edit some air horns in here? <laughs> I don't know how much I'm gonna be editing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just so. Uh, so yeah, I guess we should talk about the next movie next week. It's going to be Spymate. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to join along with us, this is going to be a monthly podcast for now. Yes, I suppose we should announce a little bit about that stuff, huh? So yeah, yeah. So for now, we're going to be a monthly podcast. We both have jobs and other dorky hobbies and stuff. We don't want to get too burned out doing this for all amazing five listeners we're going to have. Um, ideally, we are going to try to set up a Patreon. And then on top of that, we're going to have a Gmail account. So email we us. We do have a Gmail account. You set it up already? Yeah, yeah. Yay! <laughs> okay, we are ape to a theory at gmail.com. How do you spell that? A P E T 
E U R. Just take your cursor and hold it over this, and it'll pop up. O R Y at gmail.com. Yes, email us. Let us know if you have any primate questions, film questions, or if you want to tell us that a stomping email and grab is a completely legitimate snowboarding term. Or suggest movies. Suggest movies too. We'll read them on air. That'll be fun. And you can also add us. We will be on Twitter at probably Ape to Theory as well. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. We got to get some like graphic be artwork show and stuff. Yeah, Jen will probably put that up for us. It'll be in the show notes. Um, yeah. But uh, my personal Twitter is at Arguing Meadows. And my personal Twitter is at Hyenas and Jen. And I guess um, if you want to join us, the next one will be Spymates. Spymate. Uh, we'll announce when that episode is coming out so if you want to watch it along with us uh feel free but this has been the first episode of ape to theory hooray we did it yay this is definitely not the second time we've recorded no (laughs) (laughs) um and i hope you all have uh i I hope i hope you guys like the show um that's it we don't have a Sign off. I know, I know. We I haven't come wanna, up with a cute thing. And I want it to be like, I don't want it to be cliche. I don't want to be like, go ape or no more monkeying around. I don't know. We'll think of something. Well, it took a lot out of me to think of the name of the title for this podcast. So All It right. took a lot of, I came up with it. No, I did. I thought I did. We, we both did together. Yeah. Ape to theory. Ape to theory. theory. Yeah. <laughs> All right, friends. Stay, stay, uh, stay cool. Be nice to your primate cousins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.